Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. This is the Light of Truth Radio broadcast with Michael Boldea. Tag meine Herren, das ist a message from a ministry of truth. The truth is what we say it is. Anything else is unacceptable. No, it's me. I'm just reading over uh, recent news and I'm scratching my head going, I wonder if uh, Orwell ever thought that his books would be used as a roadmap uh, rather than, uh, you know, cautionary tales. Uh, But here we are. We now have, (laughs) believe it or not, I know it's hilarious, uh, but what amounts to a ministry of truth, part of uh, the Department of Homeland Security. Um. Yeah, it's gotten that bad. It's going to get worse. But for now, uh, this is the Light of Truth radio broadcast. I am, as always, your host, Michael Boldia. And once again, it is uh, my pleasure to welcome you to this uh, front row seat to these last days. Um, Boy, where to begin, huh? So much going on. And a lot of the things that are going on might seem irrelevant in the moment. They may not seem as important as other things. But in the mid to long term, I promise you that the things we will be discussing today are of paramount importance. Uh, the first thing is uh, this, this new branch of the Department of Homeland Security uh, which they've uh, labeled the Disinformation Governance Board. Now, these are the same people who either bribed or twisted 50-some-odd arms of uh, current and and, uh, former uh, CIA, FBI, uh, intelligence agency heads Uh, to tell everyone that the Hunter Biden laptop was Russian propaganda. It was Russian disinformation. Nay, nay, don't pay it any mind. Remember that? A couple years back when this whole thing broke? 50 current and former CIA and intelligence officials signed the letter saying, pay it no mind. It's fake. Someone wearing a bodysuit made to look like Hunter Biden while high on crack walked into a computer repair place with a Russian propaganda laptop. So, you know, there's nothing to be concerned about there. Now, subsequently, that laptop was proven to be not Russian propaganda, but the property of uh, the drug-addled son of the now current president of these United States. And the things that were on it were uh, a bit sketchy. We'll call it that. bit sketchy. But hey, that was just 
coincidence. That was an oversight, if you will. Because now that we have the Department of Homeland Security's Disinformation Governance Board, oh boy, are they going to make sure that everything your innocent little years hear will be the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. Now, these people have no intention of asking like Pontius Pilate did, what is truth? They're unconcerned with what the truth is. Their only concern is to tell you what the accepted truth is. March in lockstep, repeat the narrative, otherwise some kooky lady that was uh, singing show tunes on YouTube just a few months ago is going to send federal law enforcement to your door. And because they respect you as a citizen of these United States, because they respect your right to the freedom of speech that is inherently yours, given by the Constitution of these United States, they will invite you, in not so many words, to go and be re-educated. And if you choose not to voluntarily go and be re-educated well, then uh, they'll make you. Because truth is that important. Disinformation hurts everyone. So the next time you giggle at a headline saying that a young man went to his gynecologist and his gynecologist misgendered him because he couldn't give him a pap schmear. Well, that's when the Disinformation Governance Board jumps into action. How dare you snicker? at this brave and courageous young woman. It just went to have her genitalia inspected by a gynecologist and shamefully said gynecologist said, but you're a dude. Dude just looks like a lady. And it doesn't even look like a lady unless it's dark. But that doesn't matter. How dare that gynecologist misgender the young man slash woman and say, you don't have the plumbing. He he should have done the pap schmear, shouldn't he? So yes, uh, Nina Jankowicz is now um, the truth teller in chief. She will be determining what the truth is. She will be determining what truth you are allowed to hear because, you know, it's great to be in the land of the free and the home of the brave, is it not? We'll get back to that because this is where it gets dicey. As at a certain point, uh, the Bible and the Christian way will be in diametrical opposition to what the disinformation governance board deems as the truth. 
sanity itself, reason, logic is now in direct opposition to what the governance board of disinformation says is the truth. So it's only a matter of time before you guessed it, Christians will be on the wrong side of the law and Mrs. Nina Jankowicz, with all her federal muscle, will come to the church and say, hey, that sounds like hate speech. It makes people feel bad when you tell them that they're in sin. It makes people feel bad that you tell them they need to repent. So, won't you please come with us? and allow us to educate you on truth. This is scary. You, you thought the Nazis had propagandists? You thought that the Politburo had propagandists? You thought that the commies back in the Soviet Union and Pravda was bad? This is actually an arm of the Department of Homeland Security that is basically the Ministry of Truth. And although I'm not a betting man, I would wager that anything that sheds a bad light on the current administration, anything that sheds a dark light on what current politicians are doing, uh, well, all that is going to be labeled disinformation. They're not even going to ask, is there validity to any of it? They're not even going to ask if there's any evidence. Mrs. Jinkowicz will come out and say, 999. Dust is a lie. And because it's a lie, you will be punished if you are not re-educated. And I have the sinking feeling that many a Christian pastor, many a believer, many a spiritual influencer, wink, wink, uh, will bend the knee to this navalent individual called Nina Jankowicz because uh, when offered an option between the carrot and the stick, most people, because their morality is situational, because their convictions are situational, will choose the carrot over the stick. This is where we are. And yet, there are still those who vociferously proclaim that any day now, the phoenix shall arise again. Now, since uh, we're here, and... uh, I love the sound of my own voice, so. Uh, I I, I know, you're thinking to yourself, somebody should have warned us. Somebody should have been talking about this every other week for the last three months. Uh, The Dow, uh, as of the time of this recording, is down 1,100 points. I know what you're thinking to yourself. Well, that came out of nowhere. Did it, though? Because, once again, American Prophetic warned you it would happen. And this is just the start. 
we're not we're not even like mid we're not in the late stages of this is the beginning so every day from this day will only get worse sure there will be blips you know dow plunges 1100 points it'll pop back up 200 oh there you go it was just a blip we're in the midst of recovery and then the next day boom another 900 points because that's the way it works look you need to understand that we have entered some very turbulent waters and the people at the helm of this sinking ship don't know what their name is half the time. As long as they can get their ice cream and their pudding, they're very happy campers. Because I promise you, Mr. Robinette Biden and his artist son Hunter will not miss a meal unless they choose to. That cannot be said for many families in these United States very soon. That cannot be said for many individuals in these United States very soon. I read an article this morning that said that Turkey has experienced a 70% inflation this year alone. You don't think it's going to get worse here? Then you don't understand the interconnectivity of what is the global marketplace and the global economy. It's about to get a whole lot worse. And when it does... Remember those people who told you it would, and remember those people who told you it wouldn't. Remember those people who, oh, blessing upon blessing, your cup shall overfill, run us over. Just send us your tithe. Remember who said what and hold them accountable. Because it's pointless for me to come on here and tell you the truth every single week. It's pointless for me to come on here and do my American prophetic segments and hit the nail on the head only for everyone to forget who said what when they said it and hold the individuals on either side accountable. Because it would be easy for me to come on here and offer you false hope. It would be easy for me to come on here and it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. This is just a setback. It's a blip. Soon enough, glory, glory, rising Phoenix, we're going to be riding that gravy train to the bank. We're not. And the government is happy that this is happening because the more people that become dependent on government, the more people become dependent on on handouts, the more people that become dependent, even on food pantries. I, I, I saw a thing walking through the store. I, I, there was like a little bodega and they had a TV. Apparently, food banks in America are going to get an influx of money because so many more people aren't able to afford groceries anymore. That only creates dependence. It creates a new wave of dependence. 
And when someone is dependent on government for their daily bread, then they will submit to the ministry of truth and believe what the ministry of truth tells them without variation. But you, you got a problem with the truth? Maybe you shouldn't be allowed to get food stamps. Maybe you shouldn't be allowed to get a food package. Maybe you shouldn't be allowed to get, you know, housing allowances anymore, huh? I mean, if you have a problem with the truth, because right now disinformation is what's killing the nation. It's not sin. It's not rebellion. No, no. Nay, nay. It's disinformation. And yes, we're going to get to the leaked Supreme Court decision. Uh, I would be very surprised if they stuck to it because uh, right now they're actually encouraging people to go to the homes of Supreme Court justices and intimidate them into changing their position. So this is how depraved we've gotten in mind of heart. There are actually companies, big companies, companies you know and likely do business with, that will pay their employees in red states to go out of state and get abortions. You have people that, look, Joy Behar, a mummified womb, a woman who will never carry a child, a woman for whom immaculate conception was likely the only option even on her best day, is out there frothing at the mouth. What do you mean we can't kill the babies? we got to kill the babies. That's just wrong. So the people that are most vocal about this are the over-the-hill women with the wombs, with just decayed innards, and homosexual men. I'm sorry, why do you get a say in anything? You're never going to have to deal with it. You're never going to have to face the possibility. You are an old hag who for some unexplained reason is still on television. You're a flaming homosexual. You're never going to be pregnant contrary to what the Ministry of Truth says. I know men can be pregnant too. Where was it? Was it Colorado? They're spending some insane amount of money putting tampon machines in boys' bathrooms, in the high schools. Tell me we haven't gone insane. Tell me we haven't lost our minds. So anyone that's still beating their children, oh, we are the chosen people. If we're the chosen people, God chose wrong. I'm sorry. If this is how the chosen people behave, then we should be seeing the godless eating puppies on the street corner. It can't get more hedonistic than it is. And yet, 
the household of faith still eerily silent, quiet. Get into this first because, you know, told you. Stocks fell sharply in U.S. markets on Thursday morning, led by the technology and consumer discretionary sectors. What does that mean in layman's terms? People don't have money for uh, extra things anymore. Remember we talked about needful things? While needful things will be going up in price, uh, discretionary spending is going to become zero. So all the things that people wasted money on, they're not going to waste money on anymore because they're not going to have money to waste because they're spending all their food, all their money on food. So tech and consumer discretionary sectors, bat to the face. The Dow Jones Industrial Average fell by 1,100 points, or around 3.2% in morning trading. The S&P, which is uh, the Standard & Poor's 500, dropped 3.7%, and the NASDAQ Composite 4.38%. The declines in the major indexes were more than enough to erase Wednesday's gains, Stocks soared after Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell signaled that the interest rate increase larger than 50 basis points were not being considered by Fed officials. See, and, and yesterday, which was Wednesday, everyone was ecstatic. Oh, they're not going to raise it by more than 50 percentage points. What they don't realize is that whether you raise it by one full percent today or raise it every three weeks by 50 percentage points for the next six months, you're still going to have a much higher interest rate than you did as little as two months ago. What does that mean? The cost to borrow money will shoot through the roof. Since most people live way beyond their means, since they put everything on credit, and credit will now be harder to obtain and more expensive to obtain, there will inevitably be a contraction of an already ailing economy. I know, what does this matter, Brother Mike? We're not going to be here. Uh, but you are. I'm still here. You're still here. You're listening to this. So... I don't know, maybe check the date. Realize that you're here, and you will be here as it gets progressively worse. The NASDAQ's decline is the worst since June of 2020. What happened in June of 2020, you might ask? That was when uh, the <laughs> broke out. That was when everybody was shutting down and locking their doors. So let me get this straight. Supposedly, yes, I'm doing the air quotes, we have a fully functioning economy. But the drop and the decline in the NASDAQ was the worst since when everything was shut down. But we're supposed to believe the people that tell us, hey, you know, if not for the supply chain, 
That's, that's the only bee in our bonnet right now. We get that cleared up when, uh, you know, Pete Buttgig stops uh, breastfeeding with a plastic breast. He'll get right on it. But once he gets right on it, you know how Pete is. Boy, oh boy, he'll fix it in a jiffy. So everything they tell you is a lie. Now we have the ministry of truth to enforce the lies and punish those who will not go along with the lies. Are you starting to see the picture developing before your eyes? Are you, though? Are you? I know. And, and, and after last week's program, I was hoping to come on here and go, something happy for you today, something that'll make you say hey. But no, there's nothing happy. Everything is crumbling around us. And the people in power either want it to happen or are too incompetent to stop it from happening. All 11 sectors of the S&P 500 were down. The worst performing was consumer discretionary, which dropped 5.6%. Within the sector, automobile stocks were down 7%. And internet and direct marketing stocks were down by 7.7%. The information technology sector fell 4.7%. Communication services declined by 4.3%. So, what this means is that the people I warned last week about having some other skill except color coordinating ought to start dusting off the old resume sooner rather than later. Listen to this. Every, every... Every, every stock on the Dow was in negative territory Thursday morning. The best performing was Coca-Cola. And it was down by seven-tenths of a percent. So, remember we were discussing uh, the three-legged chair? and how the economy is one of the legs that's going to go next? Well, correct. You just heard the splintering of that leg. And to be perfectly blunt, very few people, both in the church and without the church, are ready for what's about to happen to the economy of these United States. Because we have a problem with long-term memory in this country. Maybe we just like to bury the things that we don't like to deal with deep down and forget about them. But history is cyclical. History has a tendency of repeating itself. And the only thing and the only difference between now and 2007, 2008, 
is that the bubble is far bigger and the tentacles of debt extend far beyond just real estate. Now, fear not. There are certain companies that having foreseen the economic downturn and the turmoil decided that they would be magnanimous and they would facilitate abortions for their red state employees at their own cost. Now, I'm going to go through a few of these companies and if you happen to, you know, own any of their stock, do what you think Jesus would do. Because that was big back in the 90s, right? What would Jesus do? Well, apparently, not what a lot of pastors and preachers are doing, because I've got four, five articles of pastors embezzling, uh, committing fraud, going to jail, Pastors aren't doing what Jesus would do. How can we expect lay people to? But the companies will facilitate abortions for red state employees, meaning they will pay out of pocket for someone to go across state lines and murder their unborn baby. Our Citibank, Amazon, Uber, Salesforce, uh, by the way, Salesforce stock was down, what, 8% today? Couldn't have happened to a nice, nicer company. Uh, Levi's, that's right, Levi, that, that's why I wear Dickies. Uh, sorry. I, you got to inject a little humor because this, this gets depressing after a while, man. Whatever angle you look at it from, it's just, you're like, what? People can't be this dumb. But this is what happens when sin hollows out a heart. This is what happens when sin hollows out a soul. Even, even the godless, even the beasts of the earth look at these people and go, what are you doing? So, Citibank, Amazon, Uber, Salesforce, Levi's, Lyft. Because nothing says, you know, progress like uh, smelling the gas of some Middle Eastern gentleman as he drives you in his... Uh, late model minivan to and fro. Uh, Yelp and Bumble. I don't even know what Bumble is, but I hope that their headquarters will soon be up for lease, if you get the meaning. So let's get into it, because this is sad. This is, this is, this is stomach-churning. These are companies that are doing their best to facilitate murder. We'll pay you. We really will. Just go do it. Get it done. And I understand these companies have a vested interest. Cause, uh, and again, before I get into that, because some of you will go, oh, I, I, you've gone a step too far, Brother Mike. There's nobody that can be that callous. 
nobody can w- w- thinks that way really because we're all you know the human race we can coexist i have the sticker these companies did the math and they realized it would be cheaper to emotionally scar a woman for the rest of her life and pay her to go across state lines and murder her own baby than to give her the six weeks paid leave and give her days off because, you know, morning sickness and, you know, chunky ankles or whatever. I know that's so insensitive, Brother Mike. You've never carried a child. You don't know what it's like. No, I haven't. But I'm married to someone that has twice. I get it. It's not a picnic. But murdering it isn't an option. But see, I promise you, some bean counter pencil pusher did the math at these companies. and All right, we're going to get four grand to go and murder a baby, what's six weeks of uh, leave going to cost us, okay? And then days off, and then we'd have to build like a daycare, I guess. Uh, Yeah, just kill it. Kill it. It's cheaper that way. I promise you this is the mindset. You may think me wrong, but I know I'm not. Employees of these companies who live in red states will still be able to obtain abortions should Roe versus Wade be overturned. Since conservative-leaning states began flexing their legislative muscles to outlaw abortion within their borders or severely limit its practice, companies from the likes of Amazon to Yelp have been drafting policies that will pay for employees' abortions should they live in a state that outlaws the practice. After Politico published the leaked Supreme Court decision indicating that Roe v. Wade may be in its final days, more and more companies have been actively considering implementing such a practice, with none other than Amazon joining the fold this week. Yes, because when you think of a company that cares for its employees deeply... The first one that comes to mind is Amazon. They were actually floating the idea of employees wearing adult diapers while on the floor because it takes them too long to go to the bathroom. Efficiency and cost cutting, that is the only God Amazon serves. The fact that they can get a pat on the back from the likes of Joy Behar and her dusty womb, that's just cherries on the abortion cake. To them, it's about the money. But see, I understand people don't think things through. Look, eventually, if it does happen that Roe versus Wade uh, gets done away with, it gets brought down to the states. States can choose whether they allow abortion within their borders or not. And if you haven't seen migration thus far, I think you will once the lines are drawn. And so you're going to have a bunch of these states that, yes, kill them all, that are going to have aging populations with no one to take care of them, 
And then you're going to have these other states with a vibrant family culture. And those with a vibrant family culture will look upon places such as California and New York and shake their head and go, it's a dying place. Nobody wants to live there. Crime is at an all-time high. There's no children being had. So once this generation goes, you're going to have a lot of empty homes. But have no fear. Mexicans are waiting in the wings. By the way, uh, happy Cinco de Mayo. I know. I know. You, you, you thought I wouldn't mention it. As uh, Donald Trump said, I love Taco Bell too. So, uh, La Felicidad Cinco de Mayo. Uh, It's, again, these people have no foresight. They don't think long term. They are zealots. They are pre-programmed animals who know what their religion is. And it doesn't matter that they're destroying the infrastructure of the place they live in as long as their God remains alive. I don't, I, I'm sure you remember it, because, I mean, you're, you're old enough to listen to this program. Uh, there was once, uh, once was a toy, uh, toy store chain called Toys R Us. Uh, Toys R Us outlived its competition, KB Toys. I know. You're thinking, look at this man. He's a fount of knowledge. Indeed, I am. Uh, And it was the last major retailer for children's toys. Now, Toys R Us, seeing as children or the parents thereof who bought the toys for them were their main customers, thought to themselves, would it not be a grand idea to donate millions and millions of dollars to Planned Parenthood. Because nothing says continuity of toy stores like not having any more kids. And so uh, a few years ago, guess what? Toys R Us, bankrupt. But Planned Parenthood did thank them for their donation. So now you have these companies that will actually fund up to $4,000 in travel expenses annually for abortions. So you could, you could be a whore once a year with absolutely no consequences on Amazon's dime. You go, they take care of it, you come back, everything's good, you go back to work. No, no staying home, no bonding with the child, no breastfeeding, no breast pumps, no, no, no little whiny things, you know, needing their diaper changed in the middle of the night. That's why they make doggy sweaters for. That's why people walk around with cats on a leash and dogs on a leash going, this is my baby. How do you like my baby? And when I hear somebody like that, especially when they dress the dog up in clothes, I honestly feel like throat-punching them and watching them asphyxiate. But then I remember I'm a child of God, and so I just think it. 
But seriously, this is what society has become. People needing to shower affection on on, on something because that's the way that we were made to procreate, to have children, to show affection towards our children, to love them, to nurture them, to raise them, to teach them, to laugh with them. Because they removed that component of child rearing from their lives, people are treating pets like babies. I saw a woman with a dog in a stroller. And the thing started yelping and she stops the stroller and she picks it up as you would a baby and she starts to, you know, there, 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 there. She starts to shake it. And at first I thought it was just a really ugly baby, but no, it was a dog. This woman was treating a dog like a baby with an actual carriage. And the only thing going through my mind at that moment in time was that it's probably going to hurt when you have to eat it. I know. See, Brother Mike, that's just insensitive because I'm a cat mom, and I love my baby. They get the Sheba cat food, the best there is, made with real salmon. Yeah, but you're still finding groceries at the store, aren't you? It's like those people that have pet dogs. Oh, my, my, my dogs would never hurt me. And then, uh, you know, they die inside the homes and the dogs go without food for a couple of weeks. And then, uh, you know, they find them later with half of their face eaten off as well as other things. Hunger makes you do things you never thought you would. So uh, as uh, female Amazon employees would say, don't get too attached. It's only temporary. And, and, I, and I, know it's, I, I hear myself. I know it sounds morbid, but what do you want me to do? This is the world we're living in, this nation. One nation under God, indivisible. Major corporations are paying women to go out of state and kill their babies. You can make it a mini vacay. Book a nice hotel, go get it done the first day, go on the beach for a couple days, four grand. This is, this is what we have condensed the miracle of life to. I, I, don't, I don't want it. I just don't want it. Well, that's okay, Karen. Here's a check for $4,000. You go have the procedure done and come back when you're ready to go back to work. Thank you, Jeff Bezos. Amazon joined Citigroup, Yelp, Uber, Lyft, Bumble, Match Group, and Salesforce to draft such a policy. On Tuesday, Levi Strauss & Co. reminded its employees that its current benefits program will grant reimbursements for healthcare-related travel expenses for services not available in their home state. You know why Levi's is doing it? Because they don't want to make the mom jeans anymore. They don't want to make pregnancy pants because they don't sell so well, but they still have to make them because otherwise they'd be some sort of phobic. I kid, of course. But if you're a pastor of a church 
if you are a quote-unquote influencer, if you're a believer, I would encourage you being vocal about giving a wide berth to all of these companies. Don't do business with them. Make them hurt in their pocketbook. For every $1,000 they think they saved by making a woman go across state lines and kill a baby so she wouldn't take time off for, you know, health care, for child care, make them lose $50,000 worth of sales. Because that's the only way that these people will see the reality that they are on the wrong side of this. Netflix, perfect example. They hired the Obamas to make content because everybody wants to hear what a drag queen has to say. I See, and again, see, that's just, that's childish Mike because Michelle Obama is, is a very handsome woman, mannishly so. However, they paid them tens of millions of dollars to make content because, you know, they're such geniuses. It's like these actors that think they're musicians, too. Shut up. Stop trying to think. You're, go act. Go pretend that you're a homeless man and you found a golden cup or something. I know it's hard. But don't. Just leave, leave music to musicians. But this is what happens. These people get a big head and they think they can do anything. And Netflix went from like 700 bucks down to what, 200 to 175? And it's just sinking faster because nobody wants to watch the drivel. And you know what? They started pulling back because uh, they thought to themselves, hey, we got the Obamas on board. They're going to make content for the American market. We're going to get... Prince Harry and his beloved wife, and they're going to make content for the European market. Because, I mean, come on, it's genius. Uh, they just pulled the plug on all of their projects because they went, oh boy, this isn't good. These people really are dumb. Yes, they are. So hurt them, hurt them hard. If you have like a Lyft app, Delete it off your phone and then write them a letter because of your stance on paying women to kill babies. I will no longer use your service. Write Levi's. You no longer make jeans that I'm comfortable in, but I would have suffered through it if you hadn't taken this position. Make your voice heard. Do it now while you can, because the ministry of truth, once it gets off the ground, once Nina Jankowicz gets a staff of about 80,000, you'll want to say something and you won't be able to, because you'll hear the knock on your door. Uh, Hello? Why are you spreading this information? Please come with us. So, look, these people still think they're a majority. Do you understand this? These, these absolute nutburger freaks like Joy Behar believe that they're speaking to the majority. 
And I know they're not. But the majority is silent. And your uh, spiritual influencers are too busy dealing and committing fraud to notice what's going on. Retired pastor charged with stealing 357 grand from a Pennsylvania church. A former pastor at a church in Pennsylvania has been charged with stealing over $357,000 from the congregation he served for 40 years. The Reverend Wayne Peck, who retired from being the pastor of Community House Presbyterian Church in 2017, turned himself into authorities on Tuesday. According to the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette, Peck was charged with receiving stolen property and theft. The former pastor having allegedly stolen $357,000 from the church. Detectives said Peck took the large sum from the church's account at First National Bank via checks made payable to himself and deposited into accounts controlled by himself and his wife. As Pastor Peck would say, the loud is good. Don't forget to send in your tithe check. Chicago pastor and wife sentenced to prison for embezzling $450,000 from a children's food program. You heard that right. They embezzled 450 grand from a children's food program. Why is my kid still hungry? Well, because pastor sold almost half a million dollars. Do you want me to go on? I know you're thinking to yourself, why would you read such horrible things? Because this is the reality of the world we live in. Not rose-colored glasses, not, oh, yeah, the church shall rise, brother. We're going to stand up to evil. Yes, we are. Another one. Pastor... Kerpajan Caldwell, who advised President Bush and President Obama because Jesus knows no political party, was sentenced to six years for fraud. He committed fraud. Now, see, this, at least this guy swung for the fences. He was ordered to pay restitution in the amount of $3.5 million. It wasn't, you know, how much money can you really raise kids' food program? You know, so $450,000, okay. But man, this one really swung for the fences. $3.588 million, and that's just the restitution that he was uh, ordered to pay back. Do you want me to go on? No. Maybe I should because there's more. Oh, yes, there's more. But, look, my, my grandpa used to have an old saying, or he, he had this saying for a long time. He heard it from his dad. 
He says, a fish always begins to rot at the head. The story goes that there was a man from the city that came to the village while the village was having a meat market. And in the meat market, there was a fish section. So the man from the city went and started sniffing the tail of the fish. And the fisherman selling the fish gave the man a strange look. And he says, what are you doing? And the city feller said, well, I'm checking to see if the fish is fresh. And the fisherman laughed and said, no, no, no. A fish starts to rot at the head. Sniff the head first. How can we expect a resurgence of righteousness? How can we expect a resurgence of holiness? How can we expect repentance? When the head is rotted, stories like this are a dime a dozen. Pastors are supposed to be the spearheads. They're supposed to be the ones standing in front of the army with their sword raised high and saying, charge. They're supposed to point out the evil of the day. Identify it and say, resist. But instead we have fraudsters and cowards and people who will sell their soul for $357,000 and change after being a pastor for 40 years. This is the world we live in. This is the spiritual state of the church in the nation we live in. It's no wonder that companies like Amazon and Uber and Yelp and Lyft and Levi's and City and all these other ones feel as though it's perfectly fine to offer women up to $4,000 to go and murder their babies in in another state. What's the worst that can happen? Christians aren't going to say anything. What's the worst that can happen? Christians aren't going to do anything. And here we are. Worse is coming, kids. And if you ever thought to yourself, hey, maybe I should say something. Take this for what you will, but you should probably say it sooner rather than later. Because Nina Jankowicz and her disinformation governance board is gearing up. And she's about to tell you what the truth is. 
And somehow I get the feeling that her truth and the truth of the Bible will be diametrically opposed. So with that, thank you for joining us. Thank you for listening. Lord willing, we'll be with you again next week. And until then, may God bless you, may God keep you, and thank you for your prayers. Gino, if you've got anything to say, the floor is yours. Thank you, Mike. I think the one point I want to make today is we have the audacity to go to Ukraine and tell them about the need to defend democracy, and yet we are totally allowing socialist, communist attitudes, uh, organizations, to rise up in America and to try to ruin this democracy. And and this, as Mike talked about, the Department of Homeland Security, this whole escapade to try to differentiate truth from fiction. It's just, you know, Demetri Dudeman said it, and, and Mike's brought it up with these pastors that have been caught in fraud and embezzlement. I asked him, Dimitri, why is judgment coming to America? I asked him many times, and he said, because of the sin in the church. The sin in the church. And that's exactly the way it's panning out. You know, the divorce rate, families split up. Uh, the things that Mike mentioned, you look at the whole Hillsong's disaster. Um, just without holiness, no man shall see the Lord. And I would admonish people, get back to their first love and don't ever let the devil try to get any of us to sell out. You know, we have to walk with the Lord in integrity, honesty, and truth and do his work with clean hands. So please get the word out, you know, what's going on. Blow a trumpet. You know, America's days are numbered, and we've got to warn and keep and watch people on the wall. Thank you for listening to the Light of Truth radio broadcast. Thank you for listening to today's broadcast, The Light of Truth with Michael Baldea. If you would like to order a copy of today's broadcast, please visit our website at handofhelp.com. If you have questions about our ministry, you can email us at handofhelpoffice at aol.com or simply call us at 920-206-9910. God bless you. They are all